Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. This is a podcast about Taylor Swift. Each episode, I go through a different song from Taylor's discography. I started with her debut album and will be going until, well, who knows at this point. For each song, I delve into the history behind the music, break down the lyrics, and talk about what the song means to me. Every so often, I invite a fellow Swifty to have these discussions with. Each episode finishes with the segments Taylor's Trends and this week's version of Taylor. Jump, fall, and become even more enchanted with Taylor alongside me. Are you ready for it? Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. Today's episode is episode five of season three and the Speak Now era. Today's song is track number five, Dear John, the infamous track number five. I talked in depth about the significance of track number five on Taylor's albums during season one, episode five, Cold As You. Track number fives are the, quote, emotionally vulnerable ballads, end quote. In Taylor's words, a very vulnerable, personal, honest, emotional song. The list of all the track fives are as follows. One, Cold As You. Two, White Horse Taylor's version. Three, Dear John, which is where we are today. Four, All Too Well Taylor's version. Five, All You Had to Do Was Stay. Six, Delicate. Seven, The Archer. Eight, My Tears Ricochet. Nine, Tolerate It. And ten, You're On Your Own, Kid. Dear John was written by Taylor Swift, produced by Taylor and Nathan Chapman, and released on the album on October 25th, 2010. This song is about Taylor's short-lived relationship with fellow singer-songwriter John Mayer. Taylor conveys her feelings of frustration over the way she was treated by John and how she disregarded the warnings from others. Besides the obvious song title, there are multiple references to Mayer directly, including the mention of their over 10-year age gap. She also uses guitar slurring in the background instrumentals, which is a guitar-playing technique that John Mayer uses in his music. Taylor and John collaborated on his 2010 song, Half of My Heart, which was released four months prior to Dear John. In John's public statement to Rolling Stone in 2012, he said Taylor humiliated him and heavily criticized the song, calling it, quote, cheap songwriting, end quote. Then, in his 2013 song, Paper Doll, he replied with the lyric, and if those angel wings don't fly, someone's going to paint you another sky. We'll talk more later about the painting reference. This song is closely linked to Superman from the same album, which I will cover in the upcoming episode 17 of season three. However, we also now have additional context to this relationship with the release of Would've, Could've, Should've from Midnight's, track number 19 from the 3am edition. Would've, could've, should've is quite high on my Midnight's songs rankings, and I feel like it's getting higher by the day the more I immerse myself in it. It is so potent and vulnerable and revealing. This relationship truly hurt Taylor, and she speaks deeply of it in her songs. On a different note, the track could also be named after a Dear John letter. This originated in an 1862 poem about Alice Vavasor in the book Can You Forgive Her? It went on to become popular during World War II. It is a letter written to a romantic other, usually with the recipient being overseas due to the military, to inform them that their relationship is over. 
Fun fact. Before All Too Well 10-Minute Version Taylor's version from The Vault was released in 2021, this was Taylor's longest song to date at 6 minutes and 44 seconds. Taylor has only ever performed Dear John on her Speak Now world tour. She wore her iconic purple dress and began the song sitting on the staircase. She eventually stands and makes her way to the front of the stage, and during the bridge, fireworks go off during the respective lyric. The hidden message for Dear John is, loved you from the very first day, which is the Superman link slash lyric. Let's get into the lyric breakdown for Dear John. The intro is a slow rhythmic guitar and drum melody with electric guitar riffs over top. Verse 1. Long were the nights when my days once revolved around you. I love the juxtapositional start here. The contrast of the long nights and the revolving days. It's clever. It's mature. None of this cheap songwriting that John referenced two years later. Counting my footsteps. Praying the floor won't fall through again. This signifies quite a serious toxic dynamic. It shows that Taylor had to tiptoe around John. That the next step she took around him could be one step too many. It's quite dark. And my mother accused me of losing my mind. I don't feel like Taylor goes against Andrea often. But in this case, she did. But I swore I was fine. Verse 2. You paint me a blue sky. This is the lyric that John Mayer referenced in his Paper Doll song. Taylor uses the painting imagery quite often. Let's go through some of the lyrics that she uses similar wording. Coney Island. Did I paint your bluest sky the darkest gray? The one. We never painted by the numbers, baby. Peace. You paint dreamscapes on the wall. Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. We're so sad we paint the town blue. Dancing with our hands tied deep blue, but you painted me golden. Cold as you, you put up walls and paint them all a shade of gray. And everything has changed and all my walls stood tall painted blue. This significance of painting takes the literal meaning of changing your colors. When someone changes, it's a phrase we often use to describe them. They changed their colors. Painting also signifies a permanent effect. Yes. You can paint over top, but once it's on the wall, it is difficult to either remove or takes a lot of work to cover up and go back and turn it to rain. This is interesting, especially now in the context of Midnight's, which we've only had this context for two weeks, but Taylor later in life literally becomes the rain. But in this case... It just really shows a before and after. She's not the rain here. The rain is bad here. But later on, the rain is who she becomes. It's so intriguing. And I lived in your chess game, but you change the rules every day. Wondering which version of you I might get on the phone tonight. This is a throwback to verse one where she is nervous to be around him. Well, I stopped picking up and this song is to let you know why. This is the reference to it being a literal Dear Dawn letter. This is the breakup. Chorus one. Dear John. That first melody in the chorus is so potent. It's so gorgeous. 
the way she carries it out and vocalizes it. It really grabs you. I see it all now that you're gone. I think of the would have, could have, should have lyric. I regret this all the time. Don't you think I was too young to be messed with? The girl in the dress cried the whole way home. I should have known. Literally a would have, could have, should have reference here. The brilliance of 12 years later, bringing this song into more context. I can't even with her. Verse three. Well, maybe it's me and my blind optimism to blame. This is a typical abusive relationship reaction here. She's feeling so guilty and manipulated and she's trying to figure out where she's going wrong in order to keep this this guy in her life. I feel for her so much in this moment and I'm thankful she's no longer in it, but oh, this is hard to read and hear about. Or maybe it's you and your sick need to give love then take it away. See, she's not completely blinded to think that it's all her fault. She does see the, in her words, sickness there. And you'll add my name to your long list of traitors who don't understand. To me, this is the theory that when everybody else is wrong and everybody else is the problem, well, maybe it's actually you. It's worth at least evaluating. And I look back and regret how I ignored when they said, run as fast as you can. This is another reference to I regret you all the time. She wishes she had listened to her mother here. Course two starts the same as course one. And then midway, we get a repetition. Dear John, I see it all now that you're gone. Don't you think I was too young to be messed with? The girl in the dress cried the whole way home. And then we restart. Dear John, I see it all now. It was wrong. This is where she goes into further detail of that age gap. Don't you think 19's too young to be played by your dark, twisted games? This is literally the lyric from would have, could have, should have, and I damn sure never would have danced with the devil at 19. When I loved you so, I should have known. She goes into the bridge here. You are an expert at sorry and keeping lines blurry. Taylor feels so confused and almost gaslit here. The manipulation is evident in hindsight and to the listener, but Taylor is being completely vulnerable about where she was at during the thick of it and how she felt so blurry in her words. She couldn't see straight. She couldn't see clearly. Never impressed by me acing your tests. Oof, that's a heavy line. That's what she means when she doesn't know which version of him she will get or that she has to count her footsteps around him. All the girls that you've run dry have tired, lifeless eyes because you burned them out. Taylor sees this future that could be ahead of her. She sees what she could become. And then midway through this bridge, she pivots. But I took your matches before fire could catch me. So don't look now. I'm shining like fireworks. She takes the damage and literally explodes it. During her live performances, this is when the fireworks would go off. And this is a potential reference to the whole expose of this song. She is exposing John Mayer through this song. She is lighting the fire over your sad, empty town. Chorus three, same as the first two with a different ending. 
Dear John, I see it all now that you're gone. Don't you think I was too young to be messed with? The girl in the dress cried the whole way home. I see it all now that you're gone. Don't you think I was too young to be messed with? The girl in the dress wrote you a song you should have known. This goes back to Taylor famously saying, well, if they don't want me to write bad songs about them, then they shouldn't do bad things. Taylor has now stopped blaming herself for this toxic relationship, and she has put the blame back on John here. You should have known. As I said in the bridge, she has pivoted here now. She realizes the things that happened were not her fault, and in the outro, she finishes with solidifying that. You should have known. Don't you think I was too young? You should have known. So powerful here. Now, what does this song mean to me? This is such a vulnerable moment for Taylor. To be honest, I didn't connect to it personally growing up. I never had a Dear John moment, thankfully, like seriously, thankfully. But with the extremely recent context of would have, could have, should have, this further enlightenment that came with that song release allowed me to treasure this song more dearly. And that is what Dear John means to me. Let's talk Taylor's trends. This is the part of a Swifty snapshot where I highlight different trends that Taylor uses in her lyrics. We have six potential trends to choose from. The weather trend, the colors trend, the calendar trend, the time of day trend, the style trend, and the transport trend. Let's see what trends Taylor used in this song. Okay, let's get into some Taylor's trends. First category, time of day trend. Lyric, long were the nights when my days once revolved around you. I gave this one one point with half a point for nights and half a point for days. Lyric, wondering which version I might get on the phone tonight. Another half point, bringing us to a total of 1.5 time of day trends. Next category, the colors trend. Lyric, you paint me a blue sky. Total of one colors trend. Next category, weather trend. Lyric, and go back and turn it to rain. Total of one weather trend. And final category, the style trend. Lyric, the girl in the dress. Total of one style trend. Bringing us to a total of 4.5 Taylor's trends. This week's version of Taylor. Join me every week to discuss breaking Taylor news. Whether that's spottings, Easter eggs, social media presence, or general Taylor news. Let's see what she's been up to recently. Taylor News. Always a lot to report these days. I say it every week. So let's pick up where we left off last episode. On October 28th, Taylor was on the Graham Norton show. She spoke about auditioning for Les Mis with Eddie Redmayne. She talked about Midnight's being a concept album. She teased the tour, which, yes, we now have a bunch more information about. And she spoke about her re-recordings. On October 31st, it was announced that Taylor is the first artist in history to hold the record of the whole top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100. That is incredible. The previous artist was Drake, who held 9 out of 10. Taylor tweeted, 10 out of 10 of the Hot 100 on my 10th album, I Am In Shambles. Taylor liked and commented on a TikTok by Emily Radajkowski. 
Taylor announced she was going to make a special announcement the next morning on Good Morning America. Then, on November 1st, at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Ticketmaster updated Taylor's official banner to show 10 boxes of the 10 eras, and Taylor announced the Taylor Swift The Eras Tour on Good Morning America. What is even going on? We all kind of knew it was coming. There have been lots of clues and references, but here it is in the flesh. It's happening. Paramore, Phoebe Bridges, Gracie Adams, Haim, Biba Doobie, Gail, Girl in Red, Owen, and Muna are all opening acts. There are so far 27 U.S. locations and dates announced ranging from March 18th to August 5th, 2023. And she said international dates to be announced as soon as we can. Please come to Canada. <laughs> Presale is November 15th with general sale on the 18th and ticket pricing ranges were announced. My plan is to attend one American show and then if she announces Canadian locations to attend one Canadian one. That's my plan as it stands right now. Obviously, you will hear if it changes and more about that leading up to the tour. Taylor surpassed 230 million Instagram followers. She released another YouTube short with her seemingly backstage in rehearsals. New Phoebe Bridgers and Taylor photos and new Heim sisters and Taylor photos surfaced. Taylor commented on a TikTok petitioning for Delicate to be on the tour set list saying, done. Taylor was in a Capital One commercial playing herself in all 10 eras. It was so cool to see them all together. If you haven't seen the commercial, I highly recommend to go check it out. On November 2nd, Taylor was commenting on YouTube on the Taylor Swift Anti-Hero Challenge YouTube Shorts. On November 3rd, the Anti-Hero Instrumental version was released on the U.S. store. And the Taylor Swift official store was emailing and giving loyal fans a boost for the Eras Tour presale. On November 4th, Taylor added eight new dates to the U.S. leg of her tour. She posted on Instagram Reels about Hits Different and posted on her Insta story about Selena Gomez's new documentary. A new countdown appeared on Taylor Swift's page, which will end this upcoming Monday, November 7th, which is now today. And the stage layout for the Eras Tour was revealed on Ticketmaster. That's all for this week's version of Taylor. Next week, I will be covering Mean. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on all the platforms so you don't miss any content or episodes. And on that note, come back, be there.